Welcome for Spectre Shift. Mike, how's it going today? I am doing great, Frank. Right. Good to see you. Yeah, same here. So today our special guest is Miss Carmen. Is it is it Ruda? Oh, Rueda. Say it one more time. Rueda. Rueda. Okay, so Miss Carmen Rueda. Thank yeah. you so much, Carmen, for joining us today. We're excited to have you here on Perspective Shift. Thank you, guys, for having me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, so let's give, give us a little background on your story. Like, start when you were young and uh, where you are right now. And then we'll, uh, as you're bringing that up, we'll have questions. It's kind of how we operate here. Just like we meet for the first time having a cup of coffee. Perfect. All right. Well, in terms uh, of yeah. like self-concept and all that stuff, I've always been extremely about everything. Okay. That was me in general. And for some reason, I was extremely negative, but I was always been really, really happy, right? So, like, it's not like I was negative, but I was all the time. So I've, I've always, like, make jokes or, like, fun with friends and whatever, like, super, super funny, right? And super happy. Yep. So, and I was pretty skeptical of absolutely everything. Okay. So if I couldn't see it, that wasn't the, that was basically like the norm, right? Until like, well, I talked to Kayla and I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. Because had like uh well I had like a breakup, like a separation, right? I'm still married. Okay. But I had a separation and um I like okay. I was in a very, very dark space, let's say that. And this is the hardest thing that I have to go through in my life. And keep in mind that technically I was diagnosed with clinical depression at 15. Oh, wow. And I tried to commit suicide twice okay. at the time, right? Once when I was 15 and once when I was 20. Okay. So I was like, oh, that's that's my diagnosis and this is happening because you say I was diagnosed with that right so it's like I was like oh that's part of my life how I'm supposed to live right mm -hmm. and this happened and obviously suicidal thoughts came back but I was like no like I can't do this I've come too far just to you know to give up now and I started watching, like, for some reason, I was like, I need, like, a sign or whatever. Like, I'm not even, like, that religious or I don't really believe in anything, let's say that. So I was like, I don't know, I need a sign. Like, I don't know what's happening with me. I felt lost, but, like, I felt a void inside me, which I've never felt. You can sadness or whatever, but I felt a void. And I was like, I need a, a sign or something because I'm losing myself. And that's when I opened TikTok and I saw Kayla's videos, <laughs> which for me was a sign because my TikTok feed basically like funny videos and like pranks and all this stuff. And, mm -hmm. I, was like, and I was like, okay, let's watch this girl just making TikTok. And I was like, oh, you can manifest. Like, I was like, oh, that's not even possible. She's probably here to that just to get like loud and whatever, right? But then I was like, you know what, let's try. I was like, I need a sign from the universe that I need a sign for basically to know what to do. 
right? Like, do I give up with women? Do I, I don't know, do I continue trying? What do I do? Do I, because I'm not, I don't leave. Well, I'm in Canada right now, but I'm not from Canada, from Spain. Okay. So I'm pretty far away from my house, right? And from my family and my friends. So I was like, what do I do? Do I go back to Spain? Like, what do I do? And then when I saw Kayla's videos, I was like, okay, let's manifest this. Let's let's ask for signs. The first thing that got me was like, I got like, and I was manifesting in silence. So I know that maybe your phone hear you and the algorithm obviously will bring you to whatever it's listening to. But I was like doing it at silent, outside, in silence, sorry. And all of a sudden, I got Instagram. And you know these accounts that, you know, basically, you don't follow them, but they pop up like once yep. in a while. The suggested, yep. Exactly. So I saw like just one post that said, like, the Lord is listening to you. Please don't give up. And I was like, what is happening yeah. <laughs> very Bye. synchronistic yeah so real quick before you go any further let's unpack this for the audience listening okay mm-hmm. so, yeah. uh you're referring to kayla kayla uh, as our listeners know she does our social media she's our social media manager she's my girlfriend she does um, uh manifestation coaching she does you know all sorts of manifestation um consciousness related content on tiktok, TikTok. so you're in this spot in your life, and it sounds like, so were you coming out of a breakup then? Yes. So okay. basically, and it's not even like just breakup. Like, for example, we're not, because we're not, like, we, we're not allowed to buy property, not yet, until you get your permanent residency in okay. Canada, right? So basically, we rent, right? And over the summer, we had to leave our our apartment, everything is in a storage unit. We go back to our countries to basically renew the work permits and all the stuff. And then we came back here, right? Okay. He's from Mexico. So we he had to go back to Mexico. I had to go back to Spain. He then flew to Spain and then we flew back to Canada, right? Okay. So, and he started acting like really weird, like saying, oh, I want to break up and and I was like it's not just a breakup we're made like the work permits are like tied together right um, like it's it's a lot of stuff so you don't have married. an apartment yeah. yes okay gotcha I was like apartment we don't have anywhere to leave because we were gonna look for an apartment when we get September and it was a really weird month and he said, like, oh, we, I still want to move in together with you in October. So we found a studio just for the month of October. Mm-hmm. And that's when he, well, basically broke things off completely. There was also an infidelity. So yeah. it's a lot of stuff, right? Yep. And that happened in October. Gosh. So and yeah very recent it's it's rough yeah it's right, it's yeah. very recent but yet you're smiling yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> and now because yeah. i actually feel like smiling so yeah. that's that's, that's good that's good well <laughs> like i said it's like it's been really rough and the worst part i think it was like not being able to go to a safe zone 
let's say that because we didn't have an apartment, so I'm staying friend right now, and he's staying with his friend. And they were kind of to basically let us crash here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's nice. No, I see. <laughs> but it was like, okay, so then how long were you dating this man, man from Mexico? Before you got married, yeah. Or yeah, before you got married. Not that long. We uh, dated like a, a month, a year and a month. Okay. okay. Before we got married. All right. Okay. And I knew him before because he was my student. So he was your student. That's he's cool. not a minor. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> what, what What do you teach? Oh, that's We're just trying to get to know you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not a minor. <laughs> what do you What do you teach? English. English. Oh, all right. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you teach at like university? No, it's like a like a language school. Oh. Okay, yeah, so, all right. So do you speak languages? Uh, I speak Spanish, English, and a little bit of French. All right. So where did, where did you guys meet? Did you meet in Canada or did you? All right, so, all right. So he came to Canada and obviously you mm -hmm. were teaching English, there, which makes sense because most people seem to speak um, English in Canada. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what part of Canada are you from again? Did you, uh, you Vancouver. 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 Okay. All right. Like British Columbia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on the west side. Yeah. We're right. just trying to paint yeah. a picture uh, for yeah, the yeah. so they kind of have an yeah. idea of what's going on. Yeah. You know. Okay. So did you guys have any type of relationship issues prior to this? You know, as far as over no. the year, year and a half, you were together. No. Okay. So everything was going well, and then kind of out of the blue, come this last October, you know, a month ago, uh, he just all no. of a sudden. Not out of the blue, like he flew back to Mexico like at the end of June. Okay. And he tends to sabotage himself a lot. Mm -hmm. And I knew that he had like trauma from his past relationships because I feel like all the women that he had dated, they didn't really treat him that great. And he was like at the at the beginning. He was like kind of surprised for sleep. He would say, "Oh, can I go to my friend's house?" And I was like, "You don't need my permission. I'm not your mom. You go wherever <laughs> you want. Just let me know that you're fine, and that's it, right?" But he was like, "No, but you don't understand because I've always had to ask for permission." And I was like, "I understand. Like this is coming from, but it's not gonna happen with me, right?" Or he was like, what if I go out? I want to go out with my friends and I come back at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. I'll let you know where I am. And I was like, that's fine. I'll be asleep. Yeah, if you need someone, me to pick you up, just go. Yeah. <laughs> I like your style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spanish, very direct. All right. Yeah. So it's oh, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not your mom. So if you need me to pick you up, to pick you up that's great call me if you don't then just come home whenever you want to i don't know yeah like do whatever you want right and he's like super super funny and all this stuff but when he flew back to his country basically what i noticed is he has a he also has a daughter okay mm -hmm. Uh, from a previous relationship and she's in Mexico unfortunately he cannot like bring her here yet and when he went there he tried to basically like try to solve things with the mom right and try to talk things out 
and just let her know that he was going to get the work permit and he could bring her here, like not maybe for like the entire year, but like for her vacation or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the judge said that as soon as he got his work permit, he had like every, like the odds were in his favor, right? He was going to win the case. But the mom is like really, she's not a nice person. Let's put it that way, right? And basically she told him that she was not going to give the daughter permission to drink to Canada and whatever. And I know that he was in a really bad space because he started drinking more and partying more. And I kind of noticed the shift and he flew to Spain. But it was like, we didn't we, or anything like that. He was meeting my family and everything was great. But I, I could, I noticed difference. Yeah. yeah. And I noticed that he was drinking more and it wasn't just social setting. It was like every day and an everyday thing, right? It's not like violent or anything like that. If he drinks and that's it, he goes to sleep. Yeah. But like I said, he tends to sabotage himself a lot. Mm-hmm. And I know him and I know that he's probably in a really dark space. So that's why I was like, what do I do? Because obviously with infidelity in 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 the midst, it's like when he when it happened, actually he said, I feel like I closed door for us, right? And he was really sad. And obviously I know that he was saying whatever, but it's like and it was like one thing and it doesn't excuse him at all, right? But I was like, I also know him. I know we're all human. It's like, now it's my decision. What do I do? Would I be able to forgive him? And not forgive him like, oh, yes, I forgive you. Forgive him in terms, if I forgive him, I'm not going to bring this at any point, mm-hmm. any decision. Yeah. So he came to you and he told you about this. Yeah. Well, I saw it. Yeah, oh, it came you evidence, saw, yeah. So you saw, found evidence on his phone or something like that or saw him acting that way or email or something? I basically saw him. Oh. Yeah, she yeah, recognized him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you know, most likely that's what happened. When he was living in Mexico, he lived under a certain idea, concept. Obviously, when he met you, he shared that. That's why he was worried. You took him to a higher level, so we went back to Mexico. It was like he was out of range of your energy mm-hmm. and then he fell back into it and that was the major contrast for him because he went back to his old place and in, in mexico for him being around um his ex-girlfriend or whatever it was um she pulled him in so it seems like he's easily influenced and pulled into energies we all are actually mm-hmm. uh, until we understand what energies are so when he came back he couldn't he probably couldn't stay in that energy and he tried to pull up to you and that's why he couldn't he showed himself to you how he how he was and where he was, where you understood he, him to be when you met him or came to know him, I should say. And he couldn't contain both uh, energy fields. You can't. You have to be in one or the other. And against you, he was collapsing. That's yeah. Basically. Yeah. And now that I've learned more about energies, I also realized that when that happened, I still have like anxiety attacks. It's not like... Oh, it's gonna be. It's not. You're fine. You're fine. Like or whatever. It's not like that, right? It get basically requires work, right, on your side. 
and understanding. And I realized it because I was like crying every single day. I lost nine kilos in in a period of three weeks. Oh okay. goodness. Wow. And wow. I was like, this is not me. I wasn't like making jokes anymore. I I I'm leaving my friend right now and I was crying every single day and I was like, this is not healthy for me or for her. And I was going to work and going to the bathroom to cry. Like it was a 24 hour thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I would wake up crying or wake up in the middle of the night crying. And I was like, this has to stop. And then I realized that somehow, like I basically lost my energy. Mm -hmm. And this is where you started to ask the universe for a sign, correct? Basically, because I was like, I have to, like, I have to regain my energy first, because mm -hmm. this is not me. And I was like, like I said, I was feeling things that I've never felt before, and that's fine. But I was like, but up to a point, like you have to, you have to stop, and you have to regain your energy. You have to go back to yeah. being yourself. But I was, it can get lost. Like yeah. if, yeah, I don't know. And the key is what I want to mention here. The key is, and you probably, you know this, but if anyone listening is the moment you realize and proclaim that this is you, that's when everything changed. It's not that I started. That's actually the end, not the beginning. And that's the beautiful thing because people like, even when you notice that this isn't you, you still seem to be in what they call the, um, the dark night of the soul, but that's when everything begins. That's not the end of it. That's actually, I mean, that is the end of it, not the beginning, if you will. So mm -hmm. uh, anyone that's there, realize you're actually, once you proclaim this is not who I am, then who you are appears. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. There's, and then whatever course we take to move on, because we have, um, uh, you know, systems or journeys or whatever, those are just the experience within the field. But once you're there, you're there. You just get more of it. It's not like, and that's why even if anxiety is just another way of like, oh, I'm slipping off the side of the road, get back. It, it's it's a permission slip to allow me to get back in alignment. And that's, uh, so I love the way you explain that. So anyone that's listening, they'll come to realize, yeah, I'm there. I'm like, well, if you're there, you, you're, you're perfectly where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. That's Yeah. One thing that I think is very interesting is the, uh, the amount of pain prior to this, because I re remember this on my own journey. I went through so much suffering <laughs> and pain before I finally was like, there is something more out there. Like it cannot be this way. And that's kind of sounds like the point you were at, which is like, you, you get to this low point and you're like, why am I living this way? Like, you know, why do I have this much sorrow, this much suffering, you know, all this uh, uh, pain going, why am I carrying this? And then it's like, it's in that moment of letting go, like you did, like, hey, look, there, you know, give me a sign, give me something that you're, you, you kind of come back above water, you know, if you will. And I, I've heard this example before from Abraham Hicks, actually, but she talks about like, you know, those buoys that are in the water. Um, it, they, you know, it, it's like holding yourself down, like in this pain, in this, you know, uh, struggle, et cetera, the sorrow, the, the crying. And it's as soon as you let go that your original self like floats up to the top and you can breathe again. And this is kind of like 
where you found yourself asking the universe, hey, look, give me a sign. Um, so, okay, this is great. It's leading up to kind of um, your story, which is so cool. So you're at this point now where, okay, so you've gone through this pain with your – so he's still your husband, right? He's not your ex-husband yet. You have not divorced? Okay, so – yeah, exactly. So he's now, you know, um, your ex in a sense, or you're separated. And now you're saying, all right, universe, give me a sign. Let's see what's going on. So you open TikTok, you know, up pops Kayla, et cetera. You're like, oh, there's got to be something here. Well, what is this? You know, maybe yeah. this is my sign, you know, so you start watching that. Then you go to Instagram, you know, uh, you see that suggested yeah. reel. You kind of get another synchronistic message, if you will, which is, hey, look, hold on you know, you're going the right way. Yeah. Now take it from, and, okay. And, and how Instagram and TikTok will work, and everyone knows this, is algorithm. Yeah. Well, the universe itself is the ultimate algorithm. So all these um, things that we use, that's why you can use them or not use them. Before before Instagram and, and TikTok, this always existed. Mm -hmm. These are just playing out in a, what we call a fractal of understanding how the universe actually works. So you yourself are connected to the ultimate algorithm but yet the universe will play okay people believe this they need a sign so let's give them a sign called instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's really what happens but that's exactly. the fun of it so it's i'm not taking away from that but that's that's the beauty but we could see the correlation between the universe's algorithm which is the ultimate algorithm and just a fractal they're one and the same and, so, and, yeah and you even said this yourself carmen you didn't type in you know well, something about the you weren't no. asking you weren't speaking out loud so this wasn't something your phone picked up on you know from voice or from you typing stuff in You're you yeah it was telepathic you know yeah. this this uh intention that you set out and all of a sudden you see this so even instagram knows what you're thinking <laughs> oh I, dude those We're algorithms out there are yeah. clearly you know there yeah. there's some thought and intention oh, yeah, yeah in our um in how we use these applications yeah. okay so now take us from here so now you see that second instagram or you see that instagram message and then what kind of happens that's when things go crazy on there okay because i i saw more of kayla's videos mm -hmm. and i learned how to manifest and she said well there's not like a real technique you can do whatever feels right for you and I'm manifesting every single day, even if you're not like realizing it. Correct. And then I realized, then it hit me because back in March, we had like me and my now ex slash yep. husband or whatever. Yep. We basically, like, it was like a week of chaos. So we had like two really bad news in a, in a week. We had to leave the apartment and at the end of May, just because they were not renewing the lease. So we had to new, look for a new one. And I don't know if you heard, but Uber is extremely expensive. Yeah. So we were worried. And like two days after that, we received news from immigration that he had to leave the country and then basically apply for the work permit side, which wouldn't be a problem. The thing is like, He's tied to a permit, and I haven't received physical copy yet at that point. So we didn't know when we were going to receive it. He had to leave in June, and I was like, okay, you don't, we don't know when you're coming back. 
now we can't find an apartment because I can't pay for an apartment by myself and I have to find a room. And I was like, but I can't find a room because I don't want to be with strangers anymore. All that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And without realizing it, because I was like telling my husband, I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to be fine. I'm going to find a room with people that I know and everything's going to be fine. And he was like way more worried than I was. And I was like, one of one of us can cry. The other one has to actually keep like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It has to no, be balanced. Keep his sense about you. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? You know what? What's gonna happen? And it's gonna be funny. Before you leave, my permits are going to arrive. He was like, but we've been waiting for a whole year. Why is it gonna happen now? And I was like, no, no, no. But it's gonna happen. trust me. And I realized that I was manifesting back then. I just mm -hmm. didn't know what it was, mm -hmm. but I was manifesting because a week after that, I let it go. And a week after that, basically the guy who was renting my old room in my old house, he said, oh, you know, I'm going to Spain for holidays for like two months. Do you want to rent it? And I was like, my old room? Yes. <laughs> I want to live with my old Yeah. We call that synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A week after that. I got my work permits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. So this this is where that phrase comes. Uh, you know, with humans get in the, the mindset of trying to plan out how things are gonna work. Uh and you've probably heard this, but um if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans from a mindset. Yeah. And that's true because we aren't here to plan it. We're here to recognize because you could eat hey, you could easily be distraught like your husband was and missed out on an opportunity as well. And and the the um, being all in distraught would have caused you to miss out on this, and then you would have been back. See, this is how life is. Exactly, and it really isn't. Um, it would have been you manifesting it the other way. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. world's falling apart, yeah. and then the world falls apart, and you go, yes. "Oh shit, it fell apart." See, yeah. I knew this was going to happen. And, and we all we've all been there. Um, mm -hmm. This is how we know it. And that's why sometimes. When people get into this understanding, like uh, the manifest manifestation, how things work, well, we're always forever manifesting. So I tell people, like, relax a little bit because also, I'm like, I had a bad thought today. I'm like, you're not gonna die. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know, like, don't let the bad thought or the anxiety get. It's it's part parcel of your learning, in in whatever form you need to learn based on the universe and your higher self needing you to go through these things. We don't really know why, but just like an actor going, an actor going through a set or a movie, um, is is set section to each scene and is given a script, but then the director directs them, and the great actor who listens to the director and reads their lines at the end, they're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" But if they're like, "Wait a minute, why is this called, why is this happening?" I'm like, "All of a sudden, director has a cut. Okay, can you please just do as I say? Play the role." And yeah, and as we go in there, and like as you smile, you follow that joy. That is following the director. When you get all, hur, 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 that's kind of like you're not listening to the director. So those indications, when you get depressed or whatever, it means you're not following the director. So, okay, it's fine. Okay, just go back, cut, take five. And then all of a sudden, you start to lift up, like Mike used the analogy, when I push the cork underwater, all I have to do is remove my hand and the cork floats. And uh, that's kind of the aspect of the physics of it. So there's very little we actually need to do other than say presently aware of how we feel. Mm -hmm. If I, I'm feeling bad, okay, no big deal. I just remove my hand from the cork and it will come back up mm -hmm. type of thing. So yeah. A great analogy. Yes. Two things I want to point out that you said, Carmen, that were great. 
So number one, we're always manifesting. I, I think that is something the audience can sh- and should appreciate. No matter what, we are we're participating in this reality at all times. So if you, you know, whatever word you want to use, call it manifestation, call it creating, call it co-creation, whatever, our thoughts, our feelings, uh, what we focus on, our intention, all of that is playing a very active role in what we're experiencing. And we weren't taught this, you know, growing up, we're taught that there's this absolute solid world outside of us and that no matter how we think or feel, it doesn't matter. It's just happening. And we're just part of that. And that couldn't be more opposite of the truth. We are so involved with our outer reality. It's not even funny. And this is where our power comes in. The second thing that you said that was amazing to me was when you let it go, when you let go, when you relax the body that week, then your work visa, you know, showed up, et cetera. And that's the key, which is, not constantly searching every day going, is it going to arrive today, et cetera? Is, you know, is, is today going to happen? You know, uh, am I still worried about this? No, you let go completely, which created zero resistance. And this is why you were able to bring that work visa to you. It's the resistance that we have as individuals to something. This is, uh, I'm sure you've watched Kayla's videos, but she talks about, you know, uh, affirmations, for example. Affirmations are great. You know, you want to start your day with a certain intention. Awesome. But to be like robotically affirming every day in and out. Yeah, it means you don't believe it. Yeah, that that is pushing your creation away from you. Does a millionaire wake up every day and say, I'm a multimillionaire. I'm a multimillionaire. I'm as they're walking. Hell no, they don't. They know it. They feel it and they be it. And it's when you embody a feeling is when you draw it closer to you. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, because we we're actually getting the story. That's why we love having you on. Well, a lot of people probably now listen to this. Well, how do like the billionaire or the millionaire? It's already a millionaire. It's easier to say that, and that's true. How do you? So this is why we're here at the like the okay. Let her talk, Frank. Um, Let's hear. How do we get from that point to where you were on this side of it, and then you became this person? And that's yeah, kind of go into that because that's the we're at the uh, precipice of the. Um, the storyline. Uh, yeah. Event horizon, as I say, pulling into this understanding. So, yeah. Uh, continue with that story. Yep. Well, that's what happened, like, back in, like I said, in March. Mm-hmm. And I watch all of Kayla's videos, to okay. be honest. And I was like, oh, I'm going to use precision because that's what I feel most comfortable with, right? And I said visualize it. But not like the image, because I was like, I know that I can't go how and the when. Otherwise, I'm limiting myself, right? So it's like, I'm going to try to visualize just the feeling. How would I feel if that happened, right? So I was like, I would feel calm. I actually feel anxious. I wouldn't feel like I had to wait for something. I would continue with my life. I would do the things that I love, which is for me, it's amazing. But it's like, I love reading and I love painting and drawing. And I was like, and watching TV and going for walks. I was like, I have to continue with life. Because when basically when my husband went back to Mexico and I was here all along, what I used like what I used to do, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I have to do now. 
And then I was like, still, like my conscious mind was like, no, 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 it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen for you. You're not going to be a girl. It, like, forget it. And my, they were like fighting my conscious mind and subconscious mind. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need more signs. Because I'm actually not that sharp when it comes to like picking up clues. So I was like, I need <laughs> you and the rest of us. Yeah, let you me, are yeah. not alone. You're not alone on that one. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been there. Yeah, they have to hit me in the head. Yep. I need more, like more signs. Like up to this point, like I don't really like talk with my in-laws, but with my mom, like we have a great relationship, and I met her for the wedding and all the stuff, but we don't really text. On, on the basics right and for some reason she did me and she was like oh my son told me that you guys are in separation right now and why is this happening and I didn't tell her what he did because it's her son I, it's not my place so I was like what oh, well, to be honest I don't know because when he told me basically that he wanted to break up, which, which happened three times, and then he like kind of regretted it. I was like, he didn't really give me a reason. So I don't know. And I was like, love doesn't fade away. It doesn't. It just does, to be honest. I don't believe it does. Mm. And I was like, so I don't know, to be honest, the reason. And she's not my mother. And she's only met me like, just met me once. That's it. And she said, well, you know what? Love you here. She was like, love to come back together. And she was like, even if you don't come to Mexico with him, you have to come. We love you. You have your family here. And at the end, I was like, oh, thank you, whatever. And she said, and I'm going to ask you a favor. And I was like, that's fine. And she was like, please don't give up on my son. Okay. And I was like, okay. Like, like I said, she's not my mom. Mm -hmm. And I've only seen her once. And it's her son. Like, I understand if he's on his side or whatever. It's her son. It's fine. But she was like, please don't give up. And then I was like, no, I need more signs. Because like I said, just, just to be clear, right? So I asked for more signs. I wasn't asking for husband back or whatever. I was like asking for more signs. Because I need to know what to do. Do I let it go or do I continue? And then she called me. And we had a really deep conversation. We were both crying. And she was like, please don't give up on him. And she was like, you know what? I'm not going to have any daughter-in-law, but it's not you. So you guys have to find a way to come back together. God, that's beautiful. Because she was like, he has changed so much since he has been with you. You've not been possessive and not being controlling over him. And you love him. And I know how much you have helped him, like, in terms of like work visas in Canada and his situation here and in general in everything in life, right? And she's like, he's so much out that, that he's with you. And obviously I own that to you. So please don't have him. hand. And I was like, okay, more clues and more. Because yeah, yeah. like I said, anymore. Always anymore. And I booked a session with Kayla, but at this point I was like, day. like still, I wasn't myself. And she, for people who doesn't know, she sends you kind of like a questionnaire before the the session, like beforehand. Yeah. And I was a mess. So I was like, I'm crying all day. I'm anxious. I'm having panic attacks. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and 
you were being honest. Exactly. I was like, I need to tell you how I'm feeling because I need your help. And in the course of that week, I was like, no, you know what? Let's manifest more things. Let's see if this actually really works. And I actually did my research and I saw a lot of like scientists explain how this works. I was like, okay, this is not your delusional mind or whatever. This is actually, it's something that's scientifically based, right? So it, it, it's just the law of beauty, right? You believe in it because you can see it. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not there. There's oxygen here right now. I can't see it, but it, I know it's here. So manifesting is real. Just because you cannot see it doesn't mean it's not happening, right? Now you're just like, how does it work? Mm -hmm. Not is it here? Yeah, is it different? Exactly. I was like, I need more, more. Do, do you remember so, who you were watching or anything like that? Like uh, the science stuff? Do you remember any of the, the, the teachers or doctors or anything like that that you want to share? And it was an old man. I I watched one man called Neville, but he's not a scientist. Yeah. Neville Goddard. Uh -huh. hey. That's right. We love him. Yeah. And who is a scientist, I don't remember the last name. It's mm -hmm. kind of like Toto or Toto, something like that. What was the first I don't thing? really remember. Yeah, I don't remember the first thing. Yeah, there's a lot okay. of scientists out there now talking about this, so very yep. few of them are not. And there's a lot of information yeah. like you're talking about with the science that, that shows how this works, yeah. you know? The video that I watched, it was from the 80s, because it looked really old. So it was like, it's not even recent. So this has been going on for a long, yeah. for a long time. This like, has been happening forever. <laughs> basically, I was like, I, I, was just, I just wasn't aware of it, but it's there. It has been there. So... Yep. And I was like, I'm going to manifest more things. I was like, well, my boss, it's not the nicest person. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it out there, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm going to manifest that she's going to be really nice to me. And how would I feel? I feel great and whatever. And she came to the class that I was like working in. And she was like, what? Um, do you need more hours? Because I feel like we would we should give you more so we're gonna plan things for next year because you need more hours and whatever and i was like yes and then she was like oh what are you doing right now and i was like oh i'm just you know creating more exams and whatever and she was like oh you know what i'm gonna give you like more hours to pay those exams and you're gonna have with this and with that so it was like tasks that were extremely easy for me and i was like wait she usually gives me like the the hard stuff, right? Like yeah. the the, the notes. This is awesome. This and is so like, cool. Yeah. I was like, maybe she's sick. So let's say that it's not even manifestation. Let's say that she's having a weird day or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Then the Play it playing devil's uh -huh. advocate. Yeah. Okay. And then the weirdest thing happened because I have a, a friend, like a mu a mutual friend with my husband. She's a nurse. And I didn't think that she was like into manifestation or whatever. And I haven't seen her since the, the beginning of the, and I don't really talk to her. And for some reason, I, I had a dream about, her and I was really anxious. And I was like, I need to talk to Elizabeth for some reason. I was like, I need to talk to her. And I was like, wait, the universe has to bring Elizabeth to me. So I call her. That's me. That's not the universe. So let's let's all let's 
let's let's see how it plays out, right? So I got to work, like feeling anxious because I, I don't know why, but I needed to talk to her. And my boss called me and she was like, oh, you know what, Elise, do you remember her? And I was like, yes. She was like, she's going to start working with us because she's going to basically promote the business, whatever. Do you mind going on a Zoom call with her? And I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. That's not, that's not the craziest part. The craziest part was we started talking and I was like, I'm not going to mention this because the universe has to bring it to me. And I think that the universe brings it to me. And she was like, Carmen, can I ask you a personal question? And I was like, yes. And she was like, I don't know why, but I, I had a dream about you last night and I needed to talk to you and see you. And I don't know if you find this weird, but I I feel like I need to talk to you and I feel like we have to see each other and like talk on a more personal level. And I was like, that happened to me too. Oh and then she was like, it's great. And she was like, where's your husband? And I told her what happened. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, I had a feeling. And she was like, something similar happened to me and my boyfriend. And I actually manifested him back. And I was like, what? I was what are you talking saying, about right now? What are the now? chances of this happening? What are the chances? That so was like mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. What that did you the, say to the, her? Were you like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been, I've been creating this. Did you say that to her or no? Basically, not really, but it was like, I had a dream about you too last night. And then I was like, oh, I've been watching this girl and she teaches you how to manifest and whatever. And she's like, yeah, actually very real thing. There's actually a medical term for it. And I don't know the name in English, but it's called basically the false diagnosis. Because she was like, so sometimes, and it happens a lot, apparently, in the medical field, she's like, sometimes doctors, basically, they they have a lot of patients during the day. Sometimes those patients get mixed up. And maybe I can diagnose you with diabetes, but you don't have it. And just because I, I just told you that you have diabetes, your body is going to start showing signs of diabetes. Yes. Because you believe you have diabetes. Our suggestion. And the same thing happens with a lot of can cancer patients. They believe they're cured. So they get cured. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so this is like manifestation. And she's like, you can call it whatever you want. It's called manifestation. It's called false diagnosis. It's whatever. It's like, it depends on the culture and the country and whatever. But this exists and it's very real. Yeah. Oh, this is so cool. This yeah. is so cool. And, and to hear her even bring up like the, the science, you know, uh, uh, medical side of it is so interesting because you're right. You're absolutely right. If it, they've done tests on this here in the U.S. multiple times so where if a doctor is excited when he writes you a prescription or tells you, hey, like, you know, I'm, I've seen great results with this, the effect on um, the healing is much higher than if he just wrote the prescription or well, he wrote yeah, the prescription. If, you, if you buy into the um, excitement with him. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I just mean yeah. their, their, yeah, their well, intent, if they come to you yeah. and they think, Hey, this is going to work. You buy in, you yeah. know, That's, or vice versa. Yeah. With this. yeah. Cause the science right now is playing in the field of placebo, but they don't fully go into it because they, then they feel that like they'll have nothing else left. But when it comes down to everything is a placebo. And a lot of times people, 
mistake the word placebo. It doesn't mean fake. It means depositing up. So yes, people are like, well, why do I need to take the sugar pill to overcome the headache? I'm like, well, the fact that you have a headache without it, like doing some external movement towards something gives you um, a belief that it will work. That's why it works. But if you didn't need it, you wouldn't have the headache. And so by all means, take it. But one one day you won't be able to, won't need to take it, or we just make it more simplistic. And that's kind of, we've noticed that in life, that even people that have heart attacks, um, say 60 years ago, um, they were dead. Now it's like, <laughs> heart attacks, nothing. It's like, uh, it's like a headache. Yeah, know? right. Um, it's because we believe in the medical system. And then one day we come into it, like you're describing, um, we won't actually go to doctors. Because think about that. Like, you know, someone who went in to get checked for uh, blood tests and they had cancer. Well, what kind of move were they in, um, say, the week before or the month before or the day of getting the blood test? Right. So um, right now we we can have cancer. But the time I go to the doctors, I could feel good and I could switch that gene. And they would be be undetected. Mm-hmm. So understanding our uh, fluctuation in what we call um, epigenetics and how I believe has an effect on my genetic makeup, that will give us a little more understanding of how we have more control of our health, like your friend was saying about the misdiagnosis. Mm-hmm. So who misdiagnosed it? Well, maybe the doctor did it. Maybe that person was reading that. At that point, we don't know. So it's the chicken, the egg. And at the end of the day, I don't care what came first. We can change it, mm-hmm. you know, so you can have your chicken with your side of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how you brought up, though, in particular, Carmen, how even she said, like, there's a lot of people coming in and out like a mistake can be made straight yeah. up. They went to a wrong room or they told the wrong patient a completely unrelated, you know, to why they're there thing. And that, that individual then buys in and then begins to show signs of those symptoms and yeah. begins to, you know, have, you know, whatever they were told because of the power of belief. But yeah. And that's the thing about, well, why all, you know, when anyone goes to the doctors, it's like, it's like taking an exam and waiting for them to give you the, uh, how you did. There's always this nervous respect because if you're feeling good, why are you going to the doctor? Mm-hmm. So again, Not- thank God they're there for people that are in this place of like questioning. Like, yeah. Cause if you could pick something up, there's something to do, but there'll be a time when we won't have that, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just be focused on health rather than do I have sickness? Correct. And right now we're running around looking for sickness left and right. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah. who you are, Yeah. you know, did, you know, I, I again, I'm just going to play, play. I, I don't really know the um, uh, percentage, but you know, half the world is, looking at health the other half is looking at disease you know so what side what team do i want to be on you know am i looking for sorrow or am i looking for joy mm-hmm. and they're both listen they're both absolutely correct so there's no need to argue that's exactly it. like if you want sickness here you go baby mm-hmm. if you want health here you go i'm like well I, you know so each side is equal in their value but what side do we want to be on and everyone wants to be on this side, but they just don't believe they can. And I think that's what your husband's what going through right now. And probably why your mother-in-law said, don't give up on him. Because when he was with you, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. He was here, 100%. But somehow he went back to Mexico, whatever story you want to tell, he fell into that. And then the distance between where he was and where you were 
was so great that it was that he didn't feel like he deserved it. So him breaking up with you was a natural cause. He had to cut the string because he felt it was going to choke him. But rather than letting go and going, he did that. And that's why he did that. So it's easy to forgive someone understanding those circumstances. Like, yeah, we all go through that. He just happened to be there and, and you're here. And he had to let go. Yeah, <laughs> I knew what you were saying. Yeah. And then slingshot back into it. And, um, so again, as the story goes on, we don't know where he is now in the story, but I guess we're going to find out if he slung, slung oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So now, that now smile, he, turn it he back choked. over to Carmen. <laughs> yeah. So where were we now, now that we're okay. So you had the conversation with your nurse friend. And by the way, very cool that you said to yourself, uh, no, I'm not going to say anything. Universe is going to bring this to me. And you kept stepping back. You kept taking away the resistance. So good for you for that. And then you started to see one thing after another start happening. Yeah. It's another way for you to solidify this actual beyond belief and knowing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. We play the game because you could easily call your friend and been here. But like, no, I really want to gain some serious trust in this. And that's what the universe says. Okay, you really want trust? Step away. Mm-hmm. Step away and let it come. But if you don't trust, you're going to interact a little bit more. Yeah, okay, yeah. there's no problem with that either. So you're really learning to fully learning. trust. And that's kind of what we're trying to get out here with perspective shift is that people completely trust, not believe, but know is a difference. Big difference. The huge difference between believe is believe is I hope it works out. Mm-hmm. Knowing is I know it works out. I just don't know how oh, it's going to no. play out. And that's mm-hmm. the, that's the gift. I think I, I believe that's, that's taking your power. back. Like the gift of you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The gift is not knowing how that was going to, play out that was the fun that's kind of like <clears throat> what a great actor loves to do is go on to a stage and have no script but just play off the other actors and that's the best thing when they actually go into that go into that type of setting that is beautiful and that's why this yeah. story is so cool that's yeah. why wait, wait, yeah. as you're telling this you're like oh my god come on like yeah. what she, you, the the <laughs> boss now connects you to you know yeah. the, the person bo- you were yeah. trying to speak with yeah and, the, and a week ago the boss was Ebenezer screwed right? yeah exactly you know <laughs> And yeah. so like that, that's why this is like so exciting and cool. It's yeah. happening even better than you yeah. could have imagined it happening. Yeah. Exactly. You knew it would happen. Yeah. You knew you didn't know how, but you knew. I didn't even know when, but I was like, yeah. it's going to happen. That's it. I have to let it go. Cause if it's going to happen, why would I feel anxious? And or why would I wait? It's not, that's it. You would. It's already it's done. done. So, yeah. Correct. Yeah. It, and like after that, I had my conversation with Taylor. Okay. And I was like, to be honest, I don't even think that I have clinical depression. To be honest, I was like, I was having a rough diagnosis. time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> a big diagnosis right there. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't have clinical depression. I'm fine. You aren't. But I'm fine because I'm I'm strong and I'm vibrating in another frequency realm and it's gonna be fine. And she was like, "What is going on?" Like when I read your basically your report, you were like dying on the inside, and now you're fine. And I was like, yes, actually I am. That's funny. Am. So and Kayla I- had a misdiagnosis in her hands. Like, Wait a minute, this is not the same person. This is not, and you and you literally were not the same person. No, I want to point that out. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. You were exactly. She, said, what changed? Yeah. she asked me, she said, what changed? I was like, me, I changed. 
So it's not like I had to believe in myself and whatever. I just know that I'm great and I know all my qualities and I know that I'm worth it. And just because I'm worth it, I'm going to get it because I deserve it. Because so like, I don't know why, because I would never say that to myself or about myself. Because I'm the typical person who would who would make fun of themselves yeah. just to, to please everyone else, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And now I don't. Yeah. 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 Now, like I'm great. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah, yeah. You know it it's funny because years ago and in, in, in the midst of people doing that, it would they they said it was very humble to um place yourself at a distance from being great and speaking of it. Which actually, when you don't, it's actually blasphemy against if you say God, because God created this magnificent being, mm -hmm. and you're gonna down, you're gonna downgrade yourself by talking bad about yourself. People think that's humble. I'm like, that, that's blasphemy. Nope. I don't. You, you're not doing it over above somebody. You're not like saying I'm better than you. You're just saying I'm a great person, but so are you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, that is the act. That's the essence of what we're here to talk about. But people are scared. Like, oh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk good about myself. And, you know, I'm like, why? A lot why of not? social conditioning plays into this. A yeah. lot of stuff online, a lot of stuff on movies, television, et cetera, tells us we're supposed to be this humble person. And, and, and you know, oh, we can't, um, you know, talk about ourselves. Otherwise, it's, you know, uh, gloating or bragging or whatever you want to call it. But we, we also need to feel like, oh, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. We're constantly taught this our whole lives that we we have to talk down about ourselves etc or a lot of people deflect using humor like you're talking about the pain on the inside so i'm going to be funny you know a lot of those listen we can all relate that 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 com class clown that comedian that relative that brother that sister who's always you know super funny etc there's a lot of pain on the other side of that often and it's usually like, hey, I'm going to um, deflect using humor because that's socially acceptable. And it's funny when we make fun of ourselves because it shows that I don't care. When in reality, you care it's a shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you care a ton, you know, and it's just this is my way of deflecting. And we see that in movies and television and all over the place. And so we kind of do it ourselves. Um, one thing I want to say, too. I remember when Kayla called uh, or I spoke to Kayla after your session and she says to me, she's like, Mike, there is this woman that I just spoke to that you guys have to have on your podcast perspective shift. You need to talk to her. I, I get this like, um, like you were saying, she does these surveys prior to see kind of, okay, who's coming in? Where are they at? How do they feel? What are we working with? And she's like, I get this survey, you know, and I'm reading through it. And I get this woman on on the camera with me, and it's a whole new person. And we're talking, Mike, in the span of a week, two weeks, you know, et cetera. She was like a, a totally different person. And it was like this self-realization, this self-actualization that I've never seen in a speed and amount of time that I've never seen. Because most people, Carmen, for, for you to have this like very uh, like uh, quick you know, response and awakening to what's going on takes a lot of people years, you know, and it's very slow and it's arduous and it sucks. But it, yeah, but it actually, everything is spontaneous. Yeah. What people will say is I started down this path two years ago and I woke up one day this way, but in the moment they woke up, it was spontaneous. It wasn't the two years, it was the two years of trying, yeah. if you will. Mm -hmm. But for you, it might've been a week. And 
everything and happens everything spontaneous, happens spontaneous but the gap between you, when you're down this road to where it spontaneously happens, which is great for the listeners to hear because people think, oh, I got to, if I, I should have started this five years ago. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. You can over look at Carmen. Yeah, you can wake up tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow and feel like a million dollars and actually experience it as well, um, so to speak. But it's everything is instantly happening. One thing, my past doesn't beget my future or present unless I believe it does. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull it in and resemble what I keep doing. So people are like, oh, I've always been this way. I've always been this way. But those are spontaneous individual moments in time. But one moment, it's like just like an actor leaves a role and goes to another one. It's they're a completely different person. And that's exactly. Now I'm playing a director. Yeah. So now we have an example yeah. of it happening because it doesn't happen that often. A lot of people, like Kayla and Mike said, but that's exactly how it happens. It happens like that, instantly, spontaneously. Yeah. And, and, and it happens when you know the manifestation. It's like instantaneous. So it's like it's not like it doesn't require to for you to do anything there and let it go. And it happens like at the moment, like if you don't have weight, if you wait, you're limiting yourself. You're telling the universe, oh, I like to wait. Please keep it. But exactly. no, just let it go. Yeah. Perfectly said. Perfect. Yeah. I like standing in line no. all day. Yeah. <laughs> I like waiting. I, yeah. I, I like this state of non-knowing. Yeah. For long periods of time. Yeah, that's called imprisonment, by the way. Yeah, well, that's what we're we're all trapped in our or, minds, or in the or in Catholicism they call it purgatory. Yeah, right. So you're you're waiting to find out if you're going to heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to know, maybe <laughs> exactly. And so in these moments, you found yourself like kind of explain that your visualization process. So were was it you like letting go and getting less tense and then kind of picturing or visualizing the outcome you wanted? Was it just feeling that state in that moment? Tell us a little bit more about that because that's the real key um, it, to this whole experience, which is the feeling, you know, it's in that state. So like people will say, Oh, I want to relax or, Oh, I, you know, I want to feel love. All they need to do is relax. All they need to do is feel love. And then it starts to change things. People are all waiting for this like activity or experience or something to happen outside of them before they give themselves the permission to feel that way. Do you know why they do that? Why? Because the first time they felt relaxed, they noticed the outside world and they gave. So say I was relaxed and I was young. I was at the beach. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, it was the beach. Maybe relaxed. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Uh... You relax. You noticed the beach. So that's how the cart gets in front of the horse. So I want to let people know that because um, that's what the these things are tied into each other. But the horse is leading, not the cart. Mm-hmm. So I was in a state of relaxation. So therefore, I climbed the tree and that gave me joy as a child. So then like, oh, was it the tree that gave me joy? I'm like, no, it was an expression of my joy. So by you telling your story and letting people like, no, there was like you said, there was nothing I had to do. And when you did that, all of a sudden, now the expression of your love and joy is uh, this friend calling you up and uh, all these other situations, circumstances, meeting Kayla and all that stuff, all actually come to into fruition of experience. So we're not here to let people just sit there in a blank room and be happy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, it's amazing what comes your way. But first, get into that state and then it starts to show up now because that's the human mind has to 
let go of that because it can't conceive. Well, how is it going to come? I'm like, you got to get a let go of the life. logic. Yeah, you got yeah. to alive. It's true. Uh, yeah, let go of the logic. Yeah, like right. And so, real quick, I want to mention this story, Frank. It, this ties into what you were just talking about. I've mentioned this on this show before, but when we're growing up, right, we're yeah, right. on the dinner table with our family members, you know, our parents, et cetera, and they ask you, you know, you have a good day today. Oh, yeah, it was a great day. And they say, why? And then you're sitting there and you're going, hmm, yeah, I've got to come up with a reason why it was a good day. And so this this conditioning starts at a very early age. Okay, I guess it's because, you know, school went well and I had fun with my friends. Okay, so having fun with my friends, that's the reason why I feel good. So if I'm not with my friends, then I'm not going to feel good. And this is how our mind from a very early age starts to play tricks on us. And so we start giving our power away to experience outside of us because like the blind leading the blind with not no bad intention, but these ideas get handed down to us. That, hey, the reason you're feeling good right now, tell us why. You got to figure out what out here made you feel that way. Not, it didn't just come from here. This is something that we're taught from extremely young ages. And this is why we have such trouble letting it go in our adult lives, is because we have set brain patterns from a very early age. This is where neuroplasticity, you know, all this stuff starts to come in, the science you were talking about which is we have wired our brains that I get happy or I get success or I feel love from situations outside of me. And if I don't get those, then I'm not allowed to feel love. So now what you're doing, Carmen, on a you know scientific level is you are rewiring the synapses in your brain, the way your neurons fire and wire. And you are now saying, hey, hey, no, no, no. I don't need something outside of me. I can create that. And then all of a sudden the world around you is changing and you're going, holy shit, this is, this is amazing. This is so cool. <laughs> you know, this is so exciting. And that's what's so cool about your story is like watching uh, your neurons change, your brain patterns change in less than a week. It actually happened in, a, in an instant because yeah. we just, and it was, it what, what was the process? Letting go. Yeah. That was it. And you said it so well. I yeah. just let go. Because somebody could I could have sat on the couch and meditated for a week. And it, on the week's end, I let go. I'm like, oh, I was meditating for a week. I'm like, no. What's it that? was letting go. Because you did. Like, I don't know. Do you meditate? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you don't need you to. Go. You don't need to. There you go. So yeah. meditation onto itself is an experience, but it's not necessary. Yeah. You know, obviously. I try to relax myself, like yeah. the meditation music. But the only thing I do is like breathing and breathe out longer that i that i breathe in but that lasts probably like 30 seconds so it's not it's getting into that calm state that's it it's, it's, it's just to, to regulate your nervous system and that's it yeah what actually happened to me and that i realized and maybe that might be helpful to your listeners is that don't believe this i oh, know she's I don't know. It happened for her because I don't know. She's not anxious or whatever. I I had attacks on a daily basis, and I still get anxious once in a while, especially on the weekends. I guess because I don't work or whatever. And it's normal. You have to understand it's normal, and you have to understand that just because it happens, it doesn't mean that the universe is not working on your favor. So you have to understand that, like you're still human. You have emotions, and it's fine. 
try to regulate them. You're anxious, okay, go for a walk, do like, I don't know, breathe work or whatever, and understand that whatever is happening, that depends on your perspective. Like, oh, I just don't see any movement with my specific person. You don't see it, doesn't mean that's not happening. You don't, you don't also see how, I don't know, you don't see how a, a plane is flying from the United States to to Spain or whatever, but it's still flying. You don't see yeah, it. Yeah, it's still happening. Yeah. You can't see what your neighbors are doing, but doing something. So just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. And it's hence to your, to your podcast name, but you yeah. have to basically change or shift your perspective. Like, or yeah. I'm going to work and uh, I don't know, it's, there's a lot of traffic. Maybe there's traffic so you don't get a speeding ticket. Or maybe traffic so you don't get into an accident. Yeah. Or, yeah. dang it, I tried to get sushi today and the place was closed. Maybe you were going to get an upset stomach if you had sushi that day. You have to just change your perspective. Because if you think you see everything as a bad thing, that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to get bad things. But if you see things as, okay, this has to happen for me to get to this place. And to be honest, it might seem dumb for a lot of people, especially because, like I said, for infidelity or whatever, and a lot of women might say, leave him. He doesn't deserve you. Um, yes and no, because may that have to happen for us to have a, a better and a stronger relationship. Good so. It's like you have to change. You have to see things from a different perspective. Otherwise, it's not going to work. So it's it's letting go. It's changing your perspective and seeing things as, oh, this has to happen for a reason and for a very good reason. This is in my favor. It might seem like bad right now, but it's not. It's working in favor. And I'm going to get what I want. This doesn't matter. What's happening doesn't matter. It's just working out for me. Yeah. That's what you need to actually change in your mind. Because yeah. like I said, I got really anxious and I had panic attacks. And I understand. Like, I understand. I, I, have, I have been there. And even yesterday, I was having a bad day. I was having anxiety. And I was like, oh, and I, ha I have the podcast tomorrow. And I don't want to disappoint this guy. Because... <laughs> But I was like, no, I'm fine. Like, everything is going to work out in favor. Like, to put you another example, because now I manifest something, like, at the moment. I, well, me and my and a roommate were looking for a place to live for December 1st. And we're going to try to move together. The thing is, like, the housing market is insane, Right. So we've seen a lot of houses and whatever. And I was like, I don't want to spend this weekend because it's my birthday. I don't want to spend this week looking for houses. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is. And I was like, you know what? I like the basement that we saw, the basement unit with two bedrooms. And then there's a house where there are two. Well, there was a bedroom available, only one. And I was like, I'm going to manifest this. Yes, because I like the two places. Now there's going to be two bedrooms available. And the basement is going to be for us. I'm not kidding you. I have the receipts on my phone. 20 minutes later, after that, the guy from the house called me and he was like, 
I don't know why, but the guy upstairs said that he was going to leave. So now I have to available if you're still interested. And then the lady from the basement unit, she was oh, Carmen, I just wanted to let you know, like the basement unit is for you and your friend. And maybe you can come tomorrow and meet me and my husband. And I was like, that was 20 minutes after Carmen, I was beautiful. like, no, no. Yeah, you are like, a manifestation queen. <laughs> well, yeah, what what what's going on is for a lot of people that are heading down this road, they have beliefs. You have a knowing, and in, in knowing, what's knowing is having other other faith. Mm -hmm. And when you, huh? you fall into that slight anxiety, like you did yesterday, it's like you're forgetting that this works. That's all it is. And then you're like, oh wait a minute. So the universe, whenever you get anxiety, the universe is working in your favor to say okay, now that you've experienced this, if you want to believe it doesn't work, I'm going to make it that much more painful for you mm -hmm. to where you can't even stay there, baby. So I'm going to give you so much anxiety that's going to push you back into the comfort. That's how the universe works. So once in a while, we forget that this universe actually is always working in our favor. And sometimes in our favor, we need to get kicked in the butt, you know, to get moving in the right direction. And it's a little painful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's really good. I love the story that you're unfolding. Because, I know this yeah. is like awesome. <laughs> so it only happened in like a couple of days. Like yeah. In, 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 like in 20 minutes. October. And that's not the best. Yeah. I know. Keep going. In the, in the midst of things, I'm obviously manifesting my specific person. Okay. And I understand that this, at least for me, it's way more difficult because obviously your, sub, your mind is like, no, not loved and whatever. Right. Okay. So I was still manifesting him. Like, and I was, and I told Kayla, I was like, I don't know why I don't want to limit myself in having dreams that for my birthday, he's going to do something. It's not until Thursday. So we'll have to see. But I was like, I, I don't know why I tried to visualize him in another context or whatever. And I see Christmas and I see my birthday. And she was like, it's fine. Sometimes the universe is trying to tell you like, yeah, that's going to happen on that time. So it's fine. Trust universe and it's fine. You're not like limiting yourself. You're not putting conditions or whatever. And I was like, oh, great. But I was like, but I need, because zero contact. Just to put context, we were in zero contact. He didn't want to talk to me. He changed his number. He blocked me from everything, all the stuff, right? So just so people know that we're, we're, we were not in good terms. So they don't say, oh, but I was blocked. So that's not going to happen for me. Yes, it will happen. Because like I said, I was blocked. And zero contact. And I was like, no, but I need a sign. Like before my birthday, I need a sign. I need to talk to him. Because this is going to happen just on my birthday. I need a sign. What do you think happened? Tuesday, he texted me. And he was like, Carmen, I just need to talk to you. Would it be possible to you on Friday just to talk to you? And I was extremely nervous. Like, I'm kidding you. I was like, it's, it's going to be something bad. I'm pretty sure he's going to leave. What <laughs> I, was, I was like, no. But then I, I was like, I no. Because it happens. It's normal. It's fine. Yeah. And I was like, no. It's going to be something good. And this is going to work for you. And that's it. And it's happening. Let it go. It's happening. I'm on Friday. He was, he was the same person that he was before. And he just wanted to talk to me for them. Like, I don't know. It was just random. He was like, what are you going to do? Are you going to apply for the permanent residency? And I was like, yes, but I don't have the focus. I needed you. He was like, we can apply together. And I was like, 
but understand that you need me. You can actually apply because he's younger than me. And I was like, you don't need me. And he was like, no, but I wanted to do better. And I was like, also understand that if we do it together, we cannot get a divorce. We have to be together for like another year or whatever. I was just testing the waters. And he was like, I don't want to get a divorce. And then he was like, so did you like change the oil on your pot? Do you want me to, to check it out? And how are you? How are, I don't know what have you been doing? Like the most random things. And I was like, you could actually, I don't know, texted me because this, this didn't need to happen in person. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. I just wanted to talk to you in person and whatever. And he's been texting me ever since. Yes. So... God, and I was like, so cool. That too. Because I was like, when I was talking to Caitlin, she was like, oh, I'm going to tell my boyfriend that you should in his podcast. I was like, you know what? By the time I have to be on the podcast, there's going to be some form of contact from my specific person. And that's going to happen. And that's it. And it happened on Friday. So. God, <laughs> that, is, that is so <laughs> awesome. I just love how you laid that out because these are all things that the thinking mind, the conscious mind would just say, oh, absolutely not. There's no way. Or we push them away, et cetera. And you just kept letting go, just being present, letting go, no resistance and closer and closer and closer. Everything was drawn to you like this is such a beautiful story, Carmen. And this is what we actually say. You're actually learning or you're rediscovering who you really are. So when people out there, they think, uh, who am I? They always turn to their profession. Like we, every human being has one profession and it's the same mm -hmm. thing, who they are, how we express it, what job we do. That's just an expression. But the only reason we're here is to be ourself. And so often we're actually thinking, I want to be that character over there. And we wonder why our lives are messed up. Um, that's probably what, exactly what happened to your husband. Need like it's like what role am I playing? And this is where the bipolar comes in, right? And, and I'm not talking about the yeah. aspect. We all have bipolar. Which character am I playing today? Which one do I want? I want to play this one, but this one keeps pulling me. I'm like, it can't pull you if you're playing this one. Yep. You can if you're looking west, you can't look east. Mm -hmm. And exactly. if West is what I want. Why am I bothering? I don't need to condemn East. The East is perfect. Without East, there wouldn't be a West, so to speak. But I want to see the sun set. And I just keep looking West. And once I look West, I'm done. But there every day, a new sunset, new sunset, new sunset. It never ends. And that's what I want people to understand is this is the beginning and the end, so to speak. And what I mean is if you're facing West, you're just going to get more of it that's what it that's the brilliance of it you know if you're a millionaire you become a billionaire and then a trillionaire so to speak if you're in love you just get more love there's no like finite amount of it it's just different levels of expressions of it it's infinite expressions of the same thing that we're all looking for but staying steadfast and just choosing to look in the direction choosing to be who you are is letting go of the costume that we were all trying to put on and the world was trying to say, Hey, put this on. I'm like, no, it doesn't fit well. <laughs> this one fits so much better. And then by you doing that, yeah. By you doing this and talking about it, the amount of people that you were helping that think about this, not even that are watching, but just the, the vibration you're sending out to the universe 
you know, because you're in Canada, we're in Arizona. But in the universe, you know, there's no distance. There's no distance. We're all on the same frequency. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, technology is proving that right now. We're, we're right here. on <laughs> Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just a quasi way of explaining it. But, um, yeah, you just having this conversation is waking people right. up. So anyone listening out there, it's going to be easier to slip into what Carmen is dealing with right now than than any other time in history. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're here. That's why. People ask, what was the best time in history? I'm like, right now, because I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Truly. Yeah, just make that. And that's a beautiful thing. And your smile is saying it all. I could say, you're you not here, so. like, faking it or thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to say no. it. It sounds good and. You, know? you can feel it. Yeah, yeah, I can feel it. And you're in Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> yeah. this story is so inspiring. So, inspiring. so many people who just haven't been able to let go. And it's just because they're afraid or the brain pattern is, you know, uh, it's it's day in, day out for them. But it's these stories like this is what we love about this show is the community. It's these stories that allow us to share and that allow us to to buy in that are like, look listen to carmen's story oh my god like watch you know these series of events and how beautiful it turned out you are helping others step in to their power and take their power back and remember what they are that i'm not this separate being that's just stuck in this world that's happening around me i am actively participating in this experience that we call life and that's off to you Yes. And and that is just so cool. And like, I can't even imagine what's next for you. Yeah. What's 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 your next? Like, what are you you looking at right now? Uh, What direction are you looking at, so to speak? Yeah. Like, uh, where does life go from here? Not that you like, obviously, you do it in a present moment and like not about what's going to happen, but like. You're it looks like you're maintaining the direction in which you want to be, and then the culmination of things will just. Um, here as they do as like do. every meal every well, I know that I'm gonna get everything I want I'm gonna get my husband back I'm gonna get a better apartment once we obviously we because it's a process it's it's not yeah. it's happening tonight I know that it's a process we're yeah. gonna get doesn't matter how long it's and it's not gonna take long because I I I just I'm gonna put that out of the on the universe it's not gonna take long that's it and then they can do whatever the universe can do whatever it wants right it's not going to take long. I'm going to have a fantastic birthday. I'm going to have a fantastic Christmas. I'm going to get my PR next year. And I'm going to probably, like, at the end of the year, move to or whatever. I'm just going to, right now, that's all I have in mind. Yeah. I know I'm going to get, like, even a better pay and a better job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really happening with my husband. And we're going to go to Mexico together. So it's like, I know that... All of that is going to happen. It and will. That there are circumstances around it, but it doesn't matter. They're going to take you there. Yeah. And I, w- I want to add on to what you said. The way you said it was brilliant and beautiful. But for people listening, it's like once I have my meal in front of me, I don't want to just shove it down in one setting. I want to eat it as slow as I want, not to where it goes rotten, right? That's too long. But I don't. I also want to have the process of eating it. I don't want someone. I don't want to just eat my meal and where where to go. I don't want to, you know, get to here. Millionaires don't spend a million dollars in a second. They do it over long because the process itself 
is why we're here. The process of discovering more about yourself is why we're here. You know who you are, but now let's see how more of who I am becomes to light. Mm -hmm. So that's why don't worry about the timing. It's brilliant. Exactly. Yeah. Don't and I told I was like, even if I'm not with him for my this year, doesn't matter. It's I'm gonna be with him the next year and I'm gonna be with him whenever, but it doesn't matter. Circumstances don't matter. No. Just everyone has to reflect just to some time in the past and where they are now. Where you are now, it's a series of circumstances that had to happen for you to be here. Mm -hmm. If yeah. you you actually see that process because you have lived your life and you know your past. So if you get why can't you see that everything is working in your favor? So the same that happened for you to get here, a lot of all those circumstances that needed to happen for you here, there's gonna be more circumstances that are going to happen for you to get you whatever or whatever you want to be. So it's just Trust the process, like really trust the process. It's not like, oh no, yeah, everything's gonna be fine. And then on the inside, it's like, no, everything is gonna go terribly. Exactly. And that's what most of us do. Yep. Yep. And let it go. Like, it's like if you you know that you're going to eat today, you don't go in the mirror and say, oh, I'm today. I'm gonna eat today. Perfect. And then yeah. you're gonna be worried about Perfect. eating. Yeah, like, like, it's like you don't eat, so why are you worried? Or oh, I have to sleep tonight. I'm going to sleep tonight, and want to spend the day worrying about sleeping tonight. I know that it's going to happen, so it's the same thing. It's gonna happen. Let it go. Yeah, we when you go to sleep, you know you're gonna wake up. Yep. Exactly. You don't have to work it on go. it. You don't have to like do a process. Like, do a process. like okay, I gotta do my homework. Why? I want I want to wake up tomorrow. Seriously, it, it, it happens. <laughs> Carmen, your story is so awesome. We need to have you back on in like six months or, you know, sometime into the next year, just so we can bring you back and kind of get an update on where things are at, because your story is so unique and so cool because it started in this place of, you know, uh, pain, uh, chaos, suffering, et cetera. And all of a sudden everything clicked. And then now you're like, in rapid speed experiencing so much love so much success so much everything you could have imagined and it is so well deserved and so a story like this is one that is so fun to share with the audience because uh, a lot of people can look up to your situation and say oh my god i can do this yeah and what's the difference between me and you correct it's like you became yourself yeah you allowed no difference just... you are yourself yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. still myself, but I'm better because I know what I deserve and I know that everything I want, I just put it out on the universe, out on the universe, and it's going to get back to me. Somehow it's going to get back to me. But don't worry about the timing and don't worry about how it's going to happen. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't control it, but it's going to happen. You have to know that it's going to happen. Don't even believe it. You just have to know yeah. that it is coming it's on your way yep i love so that well said. you know what i have i remind myself of that every day and and today uh i you utilize you to remind myself of that me too thank you for that seriously because hearing it you know hearing it from you it's like oh yeah 
that's right. <laughs> you have an amazing story. Yeah. You have yeah. a beautiful soul. And we are yeah. so lucky to have the opportunity to connect and share this. Yeah. To share this with all listening today. Yeah. Because before this morning, I didn't even um, know anything about you. And now it's like, wow, this is a great interview. It really is. Yeah. Great, great conversation. We can't wait to have you. We'll, we'll get through the holidays and stuff. And then we'll reach back out and we'll say, what else Carmen's been up to in her world of creation? Yeah, we'll, we'll see her on Forbes 500 magazine. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to see you invent some yeah. life-saving device. Life device. And all of a sudden, you're yeah. this multi-billionaire. And we're going to be like, yeah. yeah, we remember her. Yeah. Will she come Probably. on? Probably. Exactly. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, you don't know. That's um, the fun of it. Before you leave, though, one thing we do want to wish you a happy birthday. We hope this Thursday you have a great birthday. Yep. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. It was a pleasure having you. We now get why Kayla called us and was like, guys, you have to have this woman on. It makes so much sense. So seriously, we can see, you know, why Kayla was so excited about you. And um, I can't wait to see what's in store for you, uh, Carmen, your family, your life, what's yeah. the future you have. And uh, we'll see you in a few months to share that. Yeah. And say hi to your husband for us. All right. Please do. Give my blessings. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you carmen all right uh, much love thank you guys so yeah. much. we'll Take see you care. soon bye Perspective Shift is brought to you by fdailycoaching.com. If you're seeking assistance to help navigate you through a difficult time or feel challenged to reach your full potential, Frank Daly can guide you to a perspective that will allow you to utilize your imagination and experience a more fulfilling and satisfying life. Frank has been working with people for over 20 years as a coach, helping them understand the power they have to transform their lives.